Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast. This is Carolina and Megan, and we're here to discuss our communication plans that we have to reveal for level three of the Toastmasters Path Visionary Communication. So we basically had a list and we each had to decide what two communication plans we were going to choose. The two that I chose to focus on were know your sense of humor and understand vocal variety. Mm-hmm. And what were, what are yours? Oh, for me? For me, it was yeah. uh, connect with storytelling and inspire your audience. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what, made, what made you pick those? Oh, you're asking me first, huh? Um, oh, yes. I was switching it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to ask you because I was like, oh, I don't know how to answer this question if she asked. And then you asked. So I guess we were on the same wavelength. But yeah. Let's see. I chose those two because I feel like whenever I talk, I think there's a a big component of just talking and talking or AKA rambling. Mm. So I feel like I wanted a project to kind of just centralize my ideas and also through telling a story, people could remember what I'm trying to say and um, inspiring them to do or do something that they always wanted to do, or just like in general, inspiring them in a good way. So that's why I chose those two. And if I look back at me, I mean, this is only our uh, third episode, like a supplemental episode for episode three. But I feel like even through this process, I'm already improving and kind of articulating myself. So yeah. (laughs) <laughs> how about you? How about you? What is your the reason why you chose? I think it's funny because like last time we actually talked a little bit about it, but we didn't go into details. But maybe you can give the example that you gave last time. I I don't remember what the example was, uh, but I know that one of one of my topics I have know your sense of humor and understand vocal variety. Mm-hmm. And I'll start with vocal understanding vocal variety, and that was one because I was a little. Uh, judgmental I guess on how I delivered what I had to say like oh I'm speaking too high oh people won't take me seriously and so I kind of wanted to do some research and look into just different ways that I can project myself Mm -hmm. and how it will be received uh, for different scenarios Mm -hmm. so I actually found some really interesting stuff on it and then for the know your sense of humor that was because uh, sometimes I think when people when people like meet me in person, I think I come off as you know more um, humorous than I do uh, in like an environment when I'm trying to deliver a message in particular. Uh, and I know that people connect more when you um, have identified and really um, use your humor as a strength mm-hmm. um, instead of getting to the seriousness of whatever you have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why I kind of wanted to dive into that um, and so those yeah those are the two reasons really I see uh, yeah <laughs> um, and so for this this level we had to reveal our communication plan so those are the two that we each picked but then we have to come up with like an action like okay <laughs> this is your communication plan like what steps are Uh, what steps will you take to kind of ensure that your 
you're executing your different communication plan. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. Um, so with know your sense of humor, I actually found a lot of different things. Uh, one one uh, set of rules, I guess, for finding your humor, um, there's six of them. It's one was uh, find humor in your everyday. So it's it's a more natural approach to trying to make a joke um, to capture an audience. It's using what's around you. Um, the second one is know your audience. Uh, the third one is be funny. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but I think I think it's just um, using the humor that you find in your life and applying it really. And then it talked about um, using props, and this is really when you have an audience. Uh, it's a, that would be a, a look a little different if you're giving a speech uh, and it's not a video call. Like now, everybody's doing work from home. You're not going to use props if people can't see you. Um, it's not going to help deliver the humor that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is, the fifth one is, don't step on your laughter. So I wasn't too sure what that meant. I think, I'm not sure what that means. I think it meant uh, don't don't not try at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and the, number six is consult with others. Um, so I found that that example to be not as direct um, as I would like. So there was another acronym that I found for finding, um, it's called the power of humor. And this one is called OCDC. And I feel like this was a little shorter and more straight to the point, um, but similar to the other six rules. And it started with observe. So be on the lookout for things um, that could be ideas. Uh, capture, so write it down, develop the idea, so use your imagination, and then deliver it and get feedback. And I feel like that was a good one. Um, that was a little more concise, and I was like, okay, I can actually, I can write things down, I can capture them, I can be on the lookout. So those are mm-hmm. those are the ones that I, I'm choosing to focus on. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's great. I like how you have these like different um, steps. I think that's like, that's really good because you have like uh, action plans, like you have action items that would allow you to kind of, you know, go ahead and do all these kind of stuff. But for me, I guess I could share mine next. Um, we can kind of take terms like that. Okay. Um, so for, uh, for mine, it's, um, uh, connect with storytelling first so this one is actually more of a I guess what they're trying to say it's like they gave me a list like when I researched it it's kind of like giving you a list of skills that you should have so for example um, they said uh, the speech craft techniques of like speech writing and rhetoric so like how you deliver it because when you tell a story you kind of have to draw people into it the point of it is to kind of keep people engaged um, not just like dry lecture kind of lecture I mean even lectures can be fun if the professor really engages the students but the yeah. purpose is to like engage your audience and when you're telling your story and if we think back to like initial storytelling there's 
this thought at least is that um, when we were in like pre-K and our teacher reads us a story, um, we were always going to be really excited because the teacher would always kind of emulate the voices. Because you know, like the the emulate voice. Oh, this like uh, the little pig. Uh, the first little pig sounds like this. The second little pig sounds sounds like this. So kind of with that is like um, it's really it's really helpful. Um, I guess manipulating voices to to, mm-hmm. to fit the circumstance. And next thing, I guess like this is more of like for in person kind of thing, or even in Zoom, like stage fright, like not to. Uh, just be confident. I mean, I say just be confident, but it's it's not that easy to be confident with what you're talking about. And coherency, uh, as in using the right words and delivering the story as a whole. Uh, and next one, effective body language. So kind of how you use your gestures to indicate something. That's kind of what I got. And it's like, last thing they said was that this takes a lot of practice. So I'm, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think it's a, you know, even when we approach these like Toastmasters levels, it's not like after this level, we don't do these things anymore. We just keep that in mind. It's like kind of serves as a reminder for us. And we would keep practicing it, like keep that in in mind and practice it every single time we mm-hmm. do something related to speech or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with the storytelling aspect, because mm-hmm. for me, I'm better at telling it uh, like in a written way mm-hmm. than telling someone, uh, you know, for a speech, like one of my stories. So yeah, all those, the gestures and stuff, that's really good. Um, for for in person because that's where I struggle with that too yeah yeah that's nice that we're kind of learning from each other while sharing it's kind of like we only like did research for two but we're actually gaining knowledge of four because we're sharing to each other so I think that's very meaningful Um, yeah (laughs) do you want to do you want to go ahead the next one your next one your last one yeah the next one was understanding vocal variety. So actually when you mentioned the story that the kindergarten teacher would tell with the mm-hmm. wink winks, I was like, okay. I was like, that sounds funny because uh, in some of these techniques, they talked about uh, radio hosts. Uh, they mentioned mm-hmm. uh, they mentioned uh, Mel Blank and they talked about how he has over 400 uh, voices. And so he really builds on his characters and does a lot of he plays with his voice a lot um, with the characters, and I was oh. like, "Wow, that's that's so interesting." <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you know, for some of the, when I looked up information at, uh, for Toastmasters regarding the vocal variety, mm-hmm. some of this had me like saying sentences in different tones. So. Uh, like say these lines of sentences, but and uh, first start off saying it angry, or then start off saying it like you're very passionate and emotional about it, and then start off saying it like you're really excited about it. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. So uh, I was kind of getting a little animated, <laughs> but I wow. thought I think that's really good practice, and I'm sure that's what you know different radio hosts do mm-hmm. uh, to just kind of figure out, just play around with their sound and. 
how they deliver. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. So uh, the best technique that I found on this, and I, I just like acronyms. <laughs> um, this one, this one is, is easy to remember, and it's plan around the P's. And so there's pace, pitch, power, and pauses. And so for the first one, pace is just being slow through your key statements. <laughs> so to just <laughs> to just focus on what you the important parts, just kind of take your time on delivering those. The second P is pitch. So play with different emotional content. And so that's kind of where I was talking about mm -hmm. the um, say this in you know, a sad voice or an excited mm -hmm. voice. Mm -hmm. The next is P for power or volume. So how loud will you get or how silent will you get mm -hmm. when you deliver? Um, and then the next is pauses. So uh, the article talked about short pauses um, that are kind of used after every sentence they're short but they make it so that you slow down and you're not racing through what you have to say which is actually something that I do sometimes I talk really fast uh, so that was a good that was a good uh, use of pauses but also um, they talked about longer pauses mm -hmm. so for your transitions um, in your speeches you know when you are talking about a subject and then you're kind of moving on through the next important topic in your speech and so you take kind of a longer pause during that transition mm -hmm. and so I find these really helpful specifically the pauses because mm -hmm. I think I I rush sometimes through my delivery mm -hmm. and the pauses are just I think that was the most that hit me the hardest I was like oh yeah that's that is something that I need to work <laughs> on so I found that I found that technique to be really helpful I see it's interesting because now that I'm listening to you talk about your uh, your communication kind of plan for understanding vocal variety. I'm starting to think about I'm about my own one, which is like inspire your audience. And a lot of these are actually very much connected. Like all these skills, I think, are very yeah. much just interdisciplinary, interconnected. So for this one, for inspiring your audience, um, the use of your vocal variety is actually really uh, prominent because they say use quotes, stories, anecdotes throughout the speech. So it's kind of, if you think back to connect with storytelling, it's kind of like that too. Like mm -hmm. those two are kind of connected in that sense. Use vivid words, use action verbs to convey power, positive words, not criticism to stir them into action. So like, like, I guess inspire your audience to do something is kind of like you want to put out this message out there that is powerful enough that people would listen to it and want to be also want to do something like whether mm -hmm. that's say creating their own business creating their own podcast creating their like own YouTube channel um, let me think creating their own fan site page or things like that it just basically a lot of these things that you do, I guess, but yeah, that's that's basically it. And I think these are more kind of practical things to do. It's kind of things that you practice. And what you mentioned, you had a lot of techniques, which is like really good because you're like learning the techniques, and then we get to use them in practice throughout our podcast. 
Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, all of this stuff. I mean, these are communication plans and we're doing some communicating here. So we can, yeah. we can really use all of this and yeah, yeah I mean, we can inspire our listeners. That was your last one. Yeah. To even think about their own communication plan. Mm-hmm. Um, as I listen to ours, you know, you've got four examples of them. So you can really apply it to how you communicate as well. Yeah. I also feel like, you know, Toastmasters is a good structural kind of guideline if you are looking to start with something. Because I know that sometimes when you start with something, it's kind of hard to just go, where do I start? Do I buy a book? If so, which book do I buy? So I think this type of like you know Toastmasters pathways um, are really nice and just to mention we're not sponsored by Toastmasters in any sense but we (laughs) we are using their website as a resource and it's uh, it's available online it's not the paid like we we don't pay for it like that's why we're kind of like loosely just using their structure to kind of guide and find resources for ourselves that are because I think both of us are kind of not really that big of a spender, right? We don't. <laughs> no, I, and especially, I, I think the resources they have are available uh, for that reason. Uh, mm-hmm. For the, you know, the pathways, anybody can access them. Yeah. And just get started right away. Because actually, when you first mentioned it, you weren't, we weren't sure if we would have to get membership. Um, and so, yeah, we've definitely used it as kind of an outline. Mm-hmm. Like a syllabus on your college courses, I guess. Curriculum. <laughs> well, yeah. we're, we're such college students. That's so funny. You have your curriculum and then you get the syllabus. I think, yes, maybe we're missing out on a lot of details. We don't know, actually. But I think at least for now, it's helping us a lot to reflect our own. Um, on our own like speech style, communication styles, and leadership styles. So I think overall it's still very helpful, um, especially given the context that we're not trying to, you know, achieve it by a certain day or be a public speaker anytime soon. So we're kind of just working towards it. And we think with enough practice, we're going to get there. And I think in the future we might want to kind of search up good public speakers or like just watch a lot of videos like I guess TED talks are good starts because sometimes I after you listen to some tech TED talk speakers you're just like wow I really just I'm so inspired right now that I'm gonna do this right now like you know kind of that yeah. way so yeah, I, there was there was yeah. one just to add there was one speaker that gave a talk on the power of humor mm. and um, it was a really good talk and he had a lot of examples, but yeah, TED Talks are are also great resources for the um, for looking up anything related to Toastmasters. I'm sure there's a TED Talk that kind of with someone specifically kind of talking about their their relationship with whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, so that was a good point that you brought up. Yeah, put it on our list. <laughs> but yeah, we we also like tried to kind of. Um, you know, brainstorm things in advance, but how the actual conversation goes is really just flowing how we just feel that day. So I also wanted to bring something up that I think would be really interesting for you too. Um, so basically, I, I heard this uh, speaker. It was a TEDx, like, independent kind of event 
person. This person was basically talking about their experience as an actress. And uh, she was basically just mentioning how her experience is kind of just her experience at that time. So it's like when we kind of use other people's as an example, you might not want to compare like side by side like, oh, they have achieved this by age 14, so I should achieve this by age 14. The circumstances are different, right? So say for example now, like, what? People, people, people in the past 10 years haven't had like a pandemic happen, like, but we grew up in a pandemic. So, but we haven't experienced like kind of a, like what, world war or things like that. So I think given the circumstance, like your environment and just a lot of different factors could affect you. Like you as a person, you're also like a factor, your personality traits, your decisions that you make and things like that. So I guess like what I'm trying to say is that it's good that we have role models and that we look up to them. Um, for like their traits, but we shouldn't do like a side-by-side -side comparison to kind of weigh ourselves like oh Am I on track or not? Because everyone's journey is going to be a little bit different based on different factors So one when, when we find role models, I guess that's the advice that I want to give myself. Do you have anything? What do you think about this? I guess This this reminds me of one of our topics. I'm not sure which episode when we talked about I think it was self-esteem, and uh, we mentioned how it um, was something that can can uh, stem from it. I guess is just comparing yourself to other people mm -hmm. um, instead of looking at your progress, um, your own personal progress. Um, and so that's what I immediately thought of when you, you when you talked about role models because I do think that mm -hmm. having a role model or looking up to someone, you know. The, you're seeing qualities that you like about them that you probably already have in yourself. Um, and so I just thought it was a good point. I mean, when you, when you are able to kind of say, okay, six months ago, even give it a shorter time span, six months ago, I wasn't as focused, like um, I wasn't as organized or whatever it could be, then you can just kind of give yourself a pat on the back. Um, and that's something a little bit more personal than kind of ooing and aweing at another person. Um, that's that's something that can that really adds a lot more value. So I thought that was a great I thought that was a great thing to bring up. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think if I find the TEDx talk, we should link it to our description for this episode. Okay. But I think, yeah, it's interesting. Because uh, she was talking about this and I was like, oh, this is something that we mentioned. But I also wanted to mention again now that we're kind of talking about role models and talking about people who we want to look up to, podcasts that we want to learn from. It's important to realize those factors exist. It's not, a, it's not, it's not to say that we're not going to try our best because these factors exist and no matter what we do, we're not going to do it as good as them. Our results are going to be different. The outcomes are going to be different. I just feel like it's important to give ourselves that mental note. And of course, we're going to try our best. Mm. Yeah. Um, do we have anything to add or shall we just wrap it up for today? No, I think, I think I'm happy that we were able to talk about our communication plans. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully because we mentioned them, 
uh, our listeners can hold us accountable. Oh, I can see, you know, she's, she's telling a story. It's very very effective. (laughs) Oh, okay. I see Megan's playing with her tone and her volume. So anyway, (laughs) we can really, we can really execute our ideas and we're going to, we're just getting more practice uh, as we go along. So I'm just excited to actually, we've got some plans for how to execute. So, and we're, we're going to continue making our podcast. So, there's mm-hmm. a lot of time to practice and really put these techniques to use. So that's what yeah. I'm excited about. Yeah. And I'm thankful for if people actually um, will message us. Well, talking about that, we should mention our creation of social media sites. Did you create all those like... So we really just kind of wanted to practice Mm-hmm. getting into new things and executing and so yeah. the other day um we decided to create basically a social handle on every platform mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's really fun because we're gonna we're gonna really get into get into content uh creation mm-hmm. and it's you know it's solely po- uh, focused on our podcast and so it's just another channel for us to be creative Mm-hmm. and uh and work together and you know we are doing this remotely so we've really kind of built a um not a routine i'm trying to think of the word but we've got our days workflow during the week or our workflow we got our day we got our workflow we're just getting better at it um you know there's some hiccups but we're we're getting better and so as we add on a few more things mm-hmm. um, we, we just kind of want to to really try to incorporate this in our current workflow and also learn a little bit about yeah. these platforms and mm-hmm. you know how, how people talk about their podcasts on these platforms so yeah. this is just really a really exciting new thing that we're added on to our journey <laughs> yeah so to those of you who have been following us so far thank you for following us throughout this journey and we hope to keep going and keep striving on this journey and Yeah. Thank you so much. This is Carolina. And this is Megan. Signing off. (laughs) This (laughs) book. This (laughs) book.